Foamy. We're here. Here. It's crazy. You know, I have to apologize. I want to start this part out with an apology. What do you apologize? My entitlement is crazy. Yo, Foamy, I'm just going to pull up. Clear water. Hey, combo score happened for me. Hey, man. Hey. The inside, that, that's kind of crazy though. Like, yo, Foby, I'm just gonna pull up on you, and we're gonna have an episode of Combo's Court. <laughs> hey, hey, man, listen, th- this is uh, <laughs> I don't get to come back to New York anymore, so this is you know, uh, New York coming to me. Yo, I don't know who's more eccentric, New Yorkers or Floridians, because I was on the side of the highway and there was like a lady with two sticks, and they were sharpened. Like, if she would have poked, like they would have right. died, and she was like in full kung fu mode. Wow, in, in Florida. Here. Yeah, right outside of Disney. Oh, wow. And, and I was like, I, I, I think that's cool, but, I mean, kind of location was kind of weird, like right on the side of the highway. Florida man, or in this case, woman, it's a real thing. Hashtag Florida man, and it's a real thing. I've Florida seen some... the Bronx, crazier stuff. <sighs> man, that's a really good question. Because you grew up playing ball, Harlem, yeah, the Bronx. 100%. Yonkers was pretty, you ever played in Yonkers? Never played in Yonkers. Played that's in crazy. Played in Co-op City. Yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, I am, honestly, I am going to lean the Bronx. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Bronx. I mean, the Bronx has, like, squirrels that are, like, mixed with other species. But if an alligator fought a squirrel, who would win? A squirrel from the Bronx? And, and that's what I'm saying. And a squirrel from the Bronx with all of his people? With the rats with, with them? I mean, with the whole gang? Gang, gang, gang. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Shouts to uh, Jug Harlow. Did any of a song Gang, Gang, Gang on that latest album? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't finish the album. Um, Florida is crazier in a different way. You know? How so? Uh, not as much uh, footwear being worn. Definitely more yeah, barefoot bandits down here for sure. But there is a big sneaker culture here. Oh, no, 100%. 100%. But I'm you know saying, what? I feel like I see a lot of tattoo culture, a lot of sneaker culture. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Bikes, a lot of motorcycles. Yeah. Um, but nah, man. Um, I mean, New York is always home. You know that. But it's it's been good to, you know, settle down a little bit down here. You know, we got the new building. Uh, you know, just trying to keep things rolling, man. It's crazy where you came from, you know, starting a YouTube channel, and now you have your own building. Talk to me about the trajectory of that because do you feel like there was bumps along the way where like it really accelerated or do you feel like it was more of a more of a gradual acceleration? I think gradual. I think it's been slow and steady for my brother and I. Like we never really hit. I feel like sometimes in social media, whatever platform you're on or all the platforms, it can be like you get that like rocket ride real quick where you go from like, oh, man, 5,000 you know, subscribers or followers or whatever. And next thing you know, it's like, oh, damn, we're at 200K. It wasn't like that for us. For us, it was really, I mean, we've been doing this for like the better part of the last 10 years. So for us, it really has been slow and steady. And we never really had, we talked about this a little bit, you and I in the past, but we never really had a set plan, which I don't know if that's a good thing, but we kind of just let things go where they went and just worked hard and tried to create cool shit and create cool content kind of trust that shit would fall into place. And and now it kind of has. When you started, was did you see a vision even nah, like what no. you see? Was it almost like a hobby or you felt like this hobby. is my job now? No, hobby. When we first started, um, I had knee surgery. My brother had knee surgery. We were kind of just, we were broke. We were kind of just like bullshitting while we rehabbed our knees. Now the Tesla's outside, so it's crazy. I'm hey, flexing man. for you guys. Shit, Buckets is in a Tesla. <laughs> he's, he's, he's my own brother. He stunts on me. 
I mean, you see him out there. Must be nice. It must be nice. <laughs> so shout out to Charlie, man, for setting yeah, this all up. Nah, for sure, man. It's it's been dope though. We we definitely didn't see it going here. There was a point where it turned from a hobby to okay, this is going to be. a Do career. you remember that point? Was yeah, it was I, it like something I do specific? Remember. I do remember that point. It was Jordan Brand reached out to us and flew us out to Chicago for like a a new Jordan release and I believe it was the Jordan 29 and had us at Michael Jordan's house, had us at his crib That's out dope. there. And I don't know. I was just like, we didn't get paid for the trip, nothing like that. But I was like, man, this is really starting to turn into something. Well, you guys realized the value you were bringing to people to yeah. be able to be flown out like that to for Jordan's sure. mansion, right? For sure. And it was, and at that point too, we had definitely started to like, you know, amass some subscribe i don't know what our subscriber count was at the time but it just started to feel like oh shit you could kind of feel the energy it was like oh shit this is turning into something and we love doing it we love working together so we were like man but i do remember him and i sat down and we talked about it and we were like man like we're gonna have to really like lean into this and we're gonna really have to put the work in and we did that so um that was kind of when things shifted the person you know when something is a hobby Versus when you're turning it into your livelihood and your job and what you do, it, it is, there are, there can still be some similarities, right? Because, you know, you can love it like a hobby, but you got to be disciplined with it. You got to be business minded with it and all that stuff. So at that point, things did shift a little bit in, in a good way. Yeah. Long work hours. Was there ever a point, and I don't even know where you're at with it right now, where outsourcing became important to you or it's still like mostly you and your brother? Um. Well, most of the stuff is done in-house. That's kind of the point of this building, this podcast room. Do you think there will need to be a point where it's more? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. You know. And when do you believe, when do you think other creators should realize like, yo, this is, this is the point where we need to start? I think it's different for everybody. It depends what you got going on. It depends what your bread and butter is, how many people you have. Like even the fact that it's two of us is a whole lot different than if it was just me or just him. Combo is just combo, though. Nah, facts. <laughs> That's crazy. No, him and I talk about it all the time. The respect I have for people who do it dully, just like, it's a lot, bro. And, you know, you do it. You know, we have other people in the same space that are doing stuff that we do, and they do it themselves. And then we also know people who have a whole team, you know, from an agent or a manager to people who chop up and edit videos and personal assistants who, you know, run around and, you know, do this and do that. People so, that make your schedule for you. I think that's really important. Facts. Yeah. So I think in the next couple years, we probably will build a little bit more of a team. But at the same time, I you know, slow and steady wins the race for us. That's been, not for everybody, but for us, that's what's worked. So we're not really super oh, we got to go get this person or go get someone to do this or go get someone to do but that. you guys have never been that. No, 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 Ever. for sure. Yeah. But but I think sometimes if you outsource too much, it it, lo- your brand loses who you are. It's it, identity. Exactly. There's a little authenticity there that sometimes can get lost in the mix. If if I just turn into the guy who's... You guys need a third brother, the mystery third brother who's just like you guys. I mean, we might need... We, we need about like six. We need about like six. We, we need a starting five at this point. Yeah. Um. But nah, we'll, we'll build it as it comes. I, I think to answer your question, when it shifts and, and someone needs to 
start looking to outsource is when it just becomes too much for them. And I think it, it is a personal thing. Like every player, every basketball player can't play the same amount of minutes. It's true. You know, some guys can. You know, some dudes can play 40 and, and, and it's still cool. Like right now, because I don't have kids, I don't have a family like that. So I can do seven days a week. I can put in a 70-hour week and, and feel good. So it, I think that that is the part that varies for everyone. You know, if you got kids or, you know, if you just don't want to work that much. Like right now, we're just leaned into the work thing real heavy. But I'm sure at some point that's going to change for us too. And how much of the focus is YouTube now because that's where it all started? I think the focus on YouTube has gotten a little bit less. Like we don't do nearly as many videos. Yeah. But at the same time, we also recognize where you started. Yeah. And and don't want to lose that because like that was our bread and butter and really still is our bread and butter. So we never want to just we don't want to be those guys that like, okay, you have some success with something, you branch off to some other platforms or business ventures, and then it's just like, all right. Forget about all that stuff because you got to remember that's kind of what got you there. So we still have fun with the YouTube. We just do it less. You know, we still, you know, upload videos weekly, a few times a week. Mm -hmm. But at one point it was every day. It was. So, it yeah, was, yeah it, was, it was. And then it was almost every day. Right. And and now it's a couple <laughs> That of gave week. you a little bit of wiggle room, right? For if sure. you need to do something else. Yeah, for sure. You, the wordage, the verbiage. Hey, I love man. it. You know, <laughs> the fine print. <laughs> the uh, fine print. Facts. You miss New York, man? Because uh, obviously it's like you might be missing something that you feel exists in your head that might not be the same anymore, even though I still love New York. I do love New York always. like Always and forever. Always and forever. It's home. Yeah, in this life and the next. But it has changed a lot for me. Now, full disclosure, I haven't been back. <laughs> this guy's talking crazy about New York. He hasn't even been there. Florida man. Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> Hashtag Florida man. The, I haven't been back since... And actually, you and I linked when I was back. It was wait, that's that's before the pandemic. It was it was one or two weeks before the COVID lockdown, and, and we, we actually recorded a pod in person, and it was a lot different. We won't, we won't even get into it, facts. But it was a lot different. Facts. facts. <laughs> Look where we made it, man. Look nah, we're here. Facts. <laughs> facts. Yeah, you pulled up on me. I forget where I was at, but uh, maybe in Brooklyn somewhere. Yeah, and you pulled Did you up have on work, me. or that was more family. I forgot. It was it, it was uh, no, that was a family trip. Yeah, yeah but that, that's crazy how long. That's the last time you've been in New that's York. That's the last time. Oh, so, you can't even talk about damn, how New York so, changed. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't even speak on it. it it's, <laughs> I do know that I know a lot more people in New York now who are not New Yorkers. So it feels like, I almost feel like New York City, I mean, the Big Apple, big city of dreams, you know, it always had, you know, pulling people from all over the world, like, oh, I'm going to New York. But now it feels like most of the people in New York are not New Yorkers. And I don't think it was like that when we were kids. Yeah. So, but I miss it. Ultimately, I, I want to have a place there too. But we couldn't have none of this. Yeah. You know, the the studio, the, you know, our own space, manufacturing our own stuff. Like, we couldn't do that there. So, I just think down here is a little bit more conducive to... Uh, what we're doing right now. Do you feel like when you bring a New York City mentality somewhere else, it gives you even more of an advantage than it would in New York? 100%. Yeah, I mean, I'm a dog. You know, I definitely credit that to New York. And I feel like if you can, like, New York moves quick. I've never been anywhere that moves as quick as New York City. It's a fact. And facts. You, you actually feel very relaxed when you're out here. Like, facts. that's what I got from it. Facts. 
But it takes, but imagine, so you're just down here visiting. Imagine moving down here. So when I moved down here the first time, I hated it. I moved back to New York. I moved back. That's crazy. Yeah, I moved back. And then it was- How far in New York? I mean, we were all over, man. We were trying to find our footing. You know what I mean? We were trying to find our footing. But um, we, we were, found it now at the workshop. Yeah, we found, <laughs> we, we found it now in the workshop. Yeah, we. I mean, we were in Queens, but it's everything is so expensive. We were trying to get this off the ground. We were trying. We were doing the sneaker videos on YouTube. We were trying to get everything off the ground, and it was just tough, man. Like we weren't making that much money at the time, and you know, New York City is a tough place to be if you're not making money. It's tough, man. Like I didn't have a whip. I mean, even if you are making money, no facts. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't have a whip. We didn't have a space to shoot anything. I mean, we were shooting content outside, you know, and which is cool sometimes. No, actually. absolutely. Yeah. No, for yeah. sure. Even now, sometimes we'll do something where we kind of get back to that type of content. That'd be dope. But, That'd be dope if you guys did that in New York again, like, oh, just to bring it back. Oh no, hundred percent. So, like all like the 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 skyline, just everything behind the hundred percent essence. You know oh, I, mean? I miss. Content in New York City, there's nothing like it. Yes, though. Free content, like oh, free yeah. background. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? E even the clothing brand we have, even shoots, you know, and and having that New York City aesthetic and, you know. A workshop in New York City would be dope. Oh, like on the Lower East Side or something? Like, you yeah. know a lot about the Lower East Side. I sure do. <laughs> I sure do. L.E.S., baby, what up? I sure do. Yeah. Crazy, yo. So, yeah. uh, I actually, you know, I look at myself as a basketball philosopher. Yeah, I, I, know, I can you know, see that. I don't know if you knew that. You yeah. know, sometimes I just, you know, throw some philosophy at people. Not fast. People want to box you in like you're just a basketball guy. But um, Giannis, he had an interesting statement about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with him, his season being a failure or not. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting because I see where he's coming from because this season is just one part of the long journey. Right. But at the same time, organizationally, you put a lot of time and effort Facts. and money into that organization, yeah. and you're supposed to go to the finals, nah, right? For sure. So did you ever put any thought into what he said? Because I think, it, you know, it had people talking because it was such an interesting statement back, and it's he's kind of talking about the journey at large. Right. I think I can see it on both sides of it. I definitely think he's 100% right in what he said. I mean, listen, especially a guy like him, like he came from nothing. He came from poverty. Yeah, yeah. Came from poverty in another country, and now he's yeah. he's the best player, arguably, in the most elite basketball league in the world. So, Crazy. and he's set up for generational wealth. What he's done for his family. Google commercials with combo. Come on, I mean, man. come on. That's if, when he knew he made it. If you if you get a commercial with combo, come on, man. Come on, man. All right, you're in. Proceed. proceed yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, he. So I feel him 100 percent on that. Like. Yes, nothing he does at this point could be considered a failure in the big scheme of things. But is it more that it doesn't even matter the result that what he does, that he's working towards something every day makes on him one success? Hand, on one hand, yes. But on the other hand, as a, and I think Shaq said this, Shaq was at one time the best player in the league and on the best team in the league. And if that, you could argue that that's what Giannis is now. I'm not saying he's better than Shaq or whatever. I'm just saying they were a favorite to win an NBA championship, and they got right. bounced in the first round by the Heat, who didn't even have Tyler Hero with them. So I think from a winning and, like you said, organization perspective, it was a disappointing season in that regard. But I don't think it necessarily makes it a failure. You know, I just realized why you thought that question was so crazy. Because it depends on the perspective of the person answering it. 
Yeah, 100%. So, I mean, I, I guarantee you there's people in the organization who think it was a failure. I guarantee you that Giannis is probably in the lab right now so it doesn't happen next year. But I I do agree with him that it doesn't make the season a failure. It just makes it a disappointing end. Yeah, and how could anybody answer that a person or a team are failures or that person is a failure? It depends on how they come back from that. Facts. Yeah. Facts. It's crazy. Were you surprised when they were bumped out? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, Miami barely got through the play-in games. Yo, that coaching staff is different. That Spo is the best in the league. Oh, yeah. I just tweeted. I think you retweeted yeah. it for sure. Best in the league. The coaching staff is phenomenal. They just play with a talent deficit that is pretty substantial. Yeah. And they still make it work. It, it's crazy. I mean, you look at the way they develop guys. I mean, they got D3 guys, D2 guys. They're playing. Like, in like let's say they go up against the Celtics at some point. Like, right. you, you got Duke guys. Like, you got... Yes. Malcolm Brogdon coming off the bench. Back off the bench. It's crazy. And you got you got these guys who are G League guys starting. Yeah. No, you know, you true. could go down the whole line, like Al Horford, Brown. You yeah. know, these are big-time players big going time. into the league. Big time. I mean, they got my Knicks looking bad. Do I say our Knicks? Well, you could say that because I'm a fan of no team. I kind of stay unbiased. Damn, so are you the— I'm uncivilized, then I'm biased. You hurt? Damn, you hurt? Yeah. So are you a real New Yorker if you don't— well, that's crazy. Damn. Wait, you pulling my New York card? But I actually live there, though. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't lived in New York in forever. I'm, I'm still trying to jack People the New York are, shit. I'm a non-emotional basketball philosopher. person. Yeah, philosopher. You're a philosopher. Yeah, like people, you know, somebody, like, like I said one thing about LeBron once randomly, and somebody said, I didn't know you were a LeBron sexual. Oh, and wow. I was, I was like— I've I been was, called that many times. I was like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Nah, facts. You know, I, I like I have a kid. Like I'm not a LeBron <laughs> sexual. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I have a wife. I mean, it's like I don't know what you're. You know, but that was like see, and that's the other thing about Twitter and Facebook. Like people could talk crazy yeah. behind a keyboard, sure. but they would never. And I'm not saying any kind of tough guy, no, but no, sure. you yeah. just never would say that to somebody right. in their face, right? Like, it, would you be mad if somebody called you a LeBron sexual to your face? That's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, I probably put him in a, in a leg lock or an Nuggies arm bar. Are, I think that goes a little further than the noogie. Got you. Yeah. Like, definitely, you know, maybe a suplex, something like that. Maybe a Stone Cold Stunner. But then they really, like, Twitter is even worse. They really start talking crazy. Oh, no. I I, 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 I block now. No, I'm getting fried on Twitter as we speak. Fried is fine, but to say something, like, fried for your basketball take, I think is okay, right? I guess I agree. To say something disrespectful about you as a human is like, you don't even know me like that. Like, you might be paying attention to my content, but you don't really know me. Nah, it's true. I mean. Am I getting too riled up here? I mean, nah, not at all. Yeah, okay. This is, I mean, you're a passionate guy. Yeah. You know, New York City. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. From the Bronx. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. What were we talking about? The Bucks. yeah. It's like, they got bounced out, man, by, by the, the heat. heat. Yeah. And, 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 and you know what? So, and I'm like, wow, the Knicks are going to cook these dudes. Are you? And not anymore. I don't feel that way anymore. I knew after we barely won game two without Jimmy, I was like, oh, yeah, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. No offense. All ISO, can't get a good look. I was like, oh, meanwhile, they're getting clean looks left and right, moving the shit out of the ball. Like, their ball movement is crazy. So, And you got championship pedigree, yeah. Kevin Love and Kyle. Yeah. Phenomenal, yeah. Not my favorite players, but yeah, <laughs> for sure. You don't like them? Nah, nah. I mean, listen, 
I, I got no, it's re- all perspective. Yeah, I got respect for You've been through the channels of basketball, so you understand 100%. what it is to mean to be a part of an NBA championship for team. For sure. Yeah. Nah, I, like, I respect anybody who plays at that level. But, but um, now disrespect. Nah. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm just messing with it, you. It, it's, uh, I mean, my guy Kevin Love, he's out there taking charges, throwing outlet passes, shouts. Yeah. Lowry, I feel, like, I feel like Lowry is, like, always, I'm not going to call him dirty. But he's always doing like some like borderline dirty shit. So PJ Tucker, Draymond, Pat Bev camp. I think Pat Bev camp. Mm. Yeah, I think definitely Pat- a better player. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean Lowry, and obviously Lowry's older. He was now. like the second best player on the championship team, right? No. Oh, Pascal. I guess you could say Pascal, Pascal probably. But no. Third. But no. But Lowry was nice. Yeah. I, I, I would never disrespect his game. Yeah. Like even now, bro. When they beat us in game one a few days ago, that it was him. Hit like yeah, a, yeah. hit a three, had a float in the middle of the lane, had a pull up jumper. Like been in that situation before. You're calm and cool. Yeah, he, he's. I mean, he's he's a pro. So, um, let me ask you a question. You've been watching the Knicks all year. Yeah. What exactly do they do on offense? Nah, nothing. nothing. Like I, I really get confused sometimes. I know Spo is obviously great, and he threw the zone at them. But it's like it's like you have like you know who actually looks like they're running plays. The only guy, who Hartenstein. Like he looks like I love him. He looks like he's like he has a system in his yeah, mind that he's yeah. that he's working on. But then yeah. there's four guys not doing that. And and Jalen Brunson actually is good enough to be that guy where he doesn't have to be a crazy system guy. Dead, like he's, he's dead ju- nice. He's just that dude where he's like dead just nice. giving the ball. You know, it's like the James Harden thing. Like you don't have to be a system guy when right. you're James Harden. Like he's on that level. But you got to run something on offense. No weak side actions. Nothing. Just ISO. And then if you get stuck, you just kick it out. It's just too easy to guard. And it's not like we're some elite three-point shooting team where it's we, we have to run stuff we have to run stuff as soon as it turns into you know late in the shot clock throw it to randall puts his back to the basket from 18 feet away i'm like oh we're in trouble and he, he, he we're in really trouble great season that's a crazy he like defies the odds randall is a beast yeah like no he's a beast respect the shit out of him but in the playoffs it's harder it's more difficult and defense is better, and people aren't. It's not the 82-game pacing through the season that we see. It's a whole different beast, and I think that's why certain guys struggle more in the playoffs. Yeah, I think during the regular season, he was like 26 a game. Now, he, he he's still productive, but it's not as efficient. It's a little tougher. Baskets, they're, they're harder to come by. So it, it, it's been rough to watch. And, you know, obviously it's a really tough team. Uh, Tibbs has them playing defense, but the offense not so much. Yeah, so I feel much. like you don't really want to rely on tough shot making, nah. and that's what the Knicks do. And that's why I don't think the Suns are going to win, even though it's tied 2-2, because for them to win, Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, they need like a Herculean effort. Not every, facts. Every t- we we, we got to take a moment for D-Book. He's tough. What is he doing? Is he better than Jimmy Butler? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Yes. It's not even close I don't think he's necessarily – I think you could argue Jimmy Butler is more important to his team in the playoffs than anybody else. Who would you rather have in the playoffs on your franchise if you're trying to win basketball games? This season or for the the foreseeable future? right now. He's on your team. It's such a tough question to answer because in Miami's system, Jimmy. Not – I mean, if you put – D book on the Heat, they're not as good as they are with Jimmy. Hundred percent. But on the Suns or on pretty much any other team, D book, because he's more talented. 
Yeah. Like he, I mean, I mean, he is. Obviously. He is more talented. Yeah, for sure. He's a better shot maker. But, but I don't think he's a better basketball player, in my opinion. Not defensively. I mean, that, that's what I mean in Miami. Jimmy, yeah. he knows that system. Obviously, him the and the two-way stuff, the toughness, the, the toughness. will. The Even though Devin's will is crazy because he's scoring on like three guys. Listen, <laughs> D Book, bro, he's putting up. Like I think he missed four shots last night. You know what nobody's talking That's about? Five shots, maybe. That's insane. You know what nobody's talking about? I guess maybe because it's obvious. Like he has Kevin Durant on his team, and this is really his team, and there's no debate at all, at all. And to be honest, they with him running the one with you know Chris Paul out, they've been better. They won two games. You know what it is, defense, and everybody's talking about offense. Like it, you have guys that can hit three yeah. defensively because he's a duck. Yeah. Like you could target Chris yeah. Paul. There's yep. less people to target now. Yeah, you know, and and that's something that's huge in today's game. Like if you have a couple people, you see it with the Warriors a little bit. You know, when they have certain guys out there, it's like, oh shit, okay, now we can go at these guys. Whereas if you don't really have a weak link, it, 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 it's a different ball game. You can't just single guys out. Yeah. So. I don't think the Suns could win it all, but but if if they can, I think this elevates Durant. Obviously, it elevates. Well, D Book is elevated no matter what happens for the rest of the series. By the way, so like, bro, D Book, I, I I've been a D Book guy, but this is crazy. This is crazy. I mean, I could pull the stats up. The last two games, like nuts. He's got to be the leading scorer in the playoffs right now. I think it's like thirty eight right now. Ha- has to like. And what's the field goal Yo, percentage? The efficiency. Cra- wait, I to think me o- that's what's crazy. Wait, I think he might be over like seventy percent last it's couple bananas. games. Bananas, bro. He was no, he was dead ass like fifteen for twenty last and game. He's shooting tough shots. Tough shots. It's not like a spot. Like it's not like bro, PJ Tucker in the corner. It's unreal. I don't think they have enough depth to win a championship this year. I think losing Bridges was. And I love that for Bridges. It was so good for Bridges. It was great for him. It was bad for the Suns. Well, can you say that when you get KD? I think they could have made this that. Se- you could answer that for this season and the long-term future. I think for this season, of course, you want KD. I think long-term, they gave up too much, and I'm a huge Durant. Like, I love Durant. I think they could have made, maybe I'm naive. You know a lot more about, like, the behind-the-scenes NBA shit than I do. I think they could have made that deal without giving up Bridges and Cam. I think they could have made that deal. I think they could have kept Cam. I that would have so. helped. I think they could have kept Cam. Yeah, I think they could have kept Cam. Because Aiden's not even getting minutes sometimes now. I know. I mean, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. How you feeling about that Celtics Sixers series? What? That's a weird series. It man. is right. That's a weird. You know what series. it is? I think the Celtics would win, and I and I just said before, like I, I don't have any emotion towards any team. I think I'd rather see the Sixers win. I don't know why. Well, I'm I'm definitely. Rooting for the Sixers, for yeah, sure. I think, they're just, I don't know. I just, I just rather see the, and I think also, I think Jalen Brown's going to be a superstar and it's not going to be on the Celtics. Not 100%. I think he, like, I mean, shit, I'm not comparing him to Bridges necessarily, but Bridges went from a super role guy on the Suns to him in Brooklyn. I mean, he, I am him. I am I him. Love that. Yes. That's great. Hemi yeah. Butler. <laughs> Ham Duncan. You ever see that thing that went Ham viral? Duncan, yes. <laughs> so it's, I think I agree with you. When Jalen Brown gets to, like, where would be a good spot for him? Atlanta. Ooh. Next to but Trey? I think they got to get Trey out of there. You do? Yeah. I think so. Yo, you know who the most polarizing topics when it comes to players in basketball? Trey Young and Jokic. Yeah. But actually, Jokic is about to be at a point where it won't be polarizing anymore because it's just undeniable. I mean, at 53 last night. 
Yeah, like, come on, bro. Pushed Ishbia. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. What Get out of here, Ishbia. What are you doing? Get Ishbia. out of my space. Ishbia, give the ball up, bro. What are you doing? What if he does that in Dykeman? What Wait, happens? He, he's overseas, so he felt like it was soccer where you could just grab it and, yeah. you know, run. Grab it and run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's he, very soccer influence over yeah. there. He's on his Euro way. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, that series is crazy. And it, he's Harden is so up and down. It's crazy. It's like, I don't know. Did he do well when he went to Vegas? Or was that the game? He didn't do well. Like, you know, he did the Rodman thing where he went. But he's outside. My man's outside. You heard? Oh, he, oh, oh, he's he's outside, outside. No, I, I think he is a Rodman type guy. I think he needs to. I think he needs to go to Vegas. Doc's gonna say, "Yeah, go, man, go." Doc hoop. Doc knows the vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he knows what it is. Go down there, have a good time, come back, have forty, hit the game winner. Yeah. I mean, but but he's crazy. It is interesting, right? Like, I think one of the things that makes LeBron so great mm. is the consistency. Look at the segue on Combo's court. Unbelievable, unbelievable. You know. You look at a guy like AD. I love AD. When AD's locked in, the shift he made at the end of the first quarter in game three, the way he was totally different on that high ball screen, the aggressiveness on offense, every when he's like that, he's one of the best players in the league. The players on the other team seem to shrink when he's playing well. They, they, they look small. Like it happened in the bubble. Like he looked like he was playing like a JV team. No facts. But but what like Steph is Steph is a really good finisher. And Steph can't finish when he's locked in and he's around the rim. So, but it's not every game. And I think Harden is that way a little bit too. Like Harden, game one had like what, 45? Yeah, game 47 two, maybe. 40, yeah, game, I mean a 50 burger, that's crazy. In the playoffs, games two and three, he was kind of nowhere to be found as far as like relative well, to that. he was looking like in, you know, I've been a defender of Ben Simmons, but he was doing some Ben Simmons stuff in the lane where he had the floater and he would just right, pass it. right. Yeah, and then in Game Four, he got that that Vegas re up. You got to go to Vegas, man. Got to go to Vegas. Yo, he had that tough floater. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, and he, then Embiid made the right read. Yeah, knocked it down. Yeah, knocked it down. Do you feel like we aren't in the new generation? Yo, Draymond had this thing saying like, "You guys are always looking for the next," but right. it's true. Like we still got LeBron versus Steph. Facts. We got Harden on the other side. And some of the old guys are still in full effect. You they, know, they, the mean, KD really is. Yeah, you know. It's kind of crazy to say he's the second guy with the Suns, but he's right. still there. No. He's still there. No, 100%. I, the, my biggest thing, and, and I've talked about this before, I think even we've talked about it before, I hate how, and I know you're not this way because you're not emotionally attached to any team. Right. I do understand it to a degree, but I hate that we live in like this sports culture, and part of it is the ESPN shit, and you got to be polarizing and whatever, but I hate that you have to pick a player. If you love Braun, you got to hate Curry right now. That's if, what, that's what drives ratings, views. Yeah, but like. it's just it's we're not going to have these guys playing basketball for much longer. Appreciate it while it's here. Now LeBron is like literally like load managing in the game. Facts. <laughs> like load managing within the load managing. No, it's crazy. He's I mean he's twenty years in the game. Yeah, that's that's nuts. And even Steph has a lot of miles on him. Hundred percent. So I mean. I'm I'm just trying to appreciate. It. I'm a Knicks fan, but as you know, I'm a huge LeBron guy. Yeah, I love Steph too. Yeah, I the, love Steph. The other issue with everything that revolves around sports media is we forget so quick. Like so many crazy things have happened that we just forgot about. Yeah. Like Draymond stomped somebody, Gobert punched somebody. Steph had fifty and he lit the beam. Yeah, lit the beam. Yo, 
That was tough. Like, because you know, that's some killer stuff. You want to know why? Because that's their pride and joy. Facts. And he just lit it on them. Boom. Like 50. Said, light the beam. I think he was looking at 50. He's really a killer. Yeah, no, he's a killer. He was looking at fifth. He was like, hey, man, listen. Yeah. Light the beam, baby. I don't know how 50 got uh, turned into a Sacramento Kings fan. 50 does everything. Damn. But 50 50 has done a lot. But damn, he's not a Knicks fan? Is he a New Yorker? I don't know. Should we pull 50's card? Yeah, you and him. Yeah. Maybe we're citizens of the people. Maybe we're global citizens. Ah, there you go. I like that. Well, 50's a businessman, so he don't want to commit to it. But he commits to Sacramento? Sacramento. I actually like them all year. I love Sacramento. They're They're fun fun. to watch. Oh, you! I I actually have a take about your take because you said— Tell me. Fox is the fastest player you've ever seen more than Prime D. Rose? No, you didn't mention. No, you didn't mention. You didn't compare them, but you were like, you were like, this is the fastest guy I saw. I think so. John Wall. I think I'm. I'm think I'm going Fox. Yeah, is that a bad take? That might be crazy. That might be crazy. Okay, well, here, listen. Um, <laughs> I think I'm not saying like he didn't wasn't maybe as explosive as D Rose. But, yeah, I think end line to end line with the ball in his hands, I think he's faster. You know who's underrated at that? Who? Jason Kidd. Super fast yeah. end line to end line. Just as fast with a ball as he was without a ball. Dallas Mavericks, Jason Kidd? 100%. Now, he was and he was bigger ass. than those guys. Definitely bigger than those guys. Yeah. No, for sure. The I thought the Kings. Here, I got to give you uh, props. I big, you, I big, I Listen, I bigged you up for a long time on your basketball takes. I appreciate that, man. But more than the basketball takes, the – Talent evaluation. I feel, oh, appreciate Cause, that, Because you hit the summer league. There, there was a lot of guys who I was like, I don't know about them. You were like, no, he's going to be a Who's guy. Who's the biggest guy? You so, were like, no, you no, were so like listen, this guy's not going to be anything. I'll get to that in a second. Yeah. First thing I want to say is you told me about Davion Mitchell. I remember coming out of the summer league he played in. I said, yo, who impressed you the most? And you said, Davion Mitchell. Said, yo, he was doing everything. He was running the show. He was locking ass. I never seen somebody fight over a screen like him. Oh, my. Bro, his... On-ball defense. The way he got – I thought they should have played him more. The way he – I know he's not, like, a lights-out shooter yet and all that stuff, but he can make a shot. He gave Steph problems. No, you know, like, he really did. Like, when he was – like, Steph wasn't just cooking him off the bounce. Like, there's no way. The way he fought over screens, he's a dog. You know what they call him? What? Off night. Off night. Damn. If he guards you – it's an off night. Off night. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Nah, he's tough. He's one of my favorite players in the league. 100% one of my favorite players in the league. Well, he has that dog that you love to talk about. No, exactly. Now, to answer your question, I, this, this, look, this is going to take a lot of credibility away from me. I understand. Nah. The, the, I was unsure about Doncic. I, l- listen, I was not unsure that he would be a good NBA player. I did not see the ceiling that he's at. And the reason being is because I thought he was slow. And it's really hard to play in the NBA on the perimeter if you're slow. It just is. Like, how many elite guys would you describe? Is he actually slow? That is the question. Does he look slow or is he slow? I think it's a combination of both. People think Jokic is slow. I actually disagree. Jokic is a big, though. I, I, did you have you ever seen him run up like it looks like somewhat of a struggle, but he's moving. Nah, facts. If I you're mean, seven foot moving like that, like bro, you you raise some dude saying he's slow. Whoever you are out there, nah, facts. <laughs> no, I mean, and, but he's a big dude, so it's long strides. I mean, I mean, Doncic six eight and and like this. it's true. No, it's true. 
you know another issue, and, and I've realized that he he's chubby, like by basketball standards, and he's young. He has some issues, man. He's young. He has to take care, better care of himself. No facts. So it's like when I see that, like my biggest thing with Zion coming out of Duke is I was like, man, the weight is going to be an issue for him. Like I could see it already well, you were, because you were right about that. Because it's been an issue. I know. And if you're 18 years old, 19 years old, and the weight is already an issue. I know because, shit, I'm a little husky, bro. Let me give you some credit because I thought he'd be fine because I thought once he got to the league, the right people would be around him and things would get better. Like, maybe my assumption was wrong. But but we don't usually see that, though. But what you do in private shows in public. and You don't have people around you all the time. So I should take that into consideration. Look at Luka. Bro, Luka is, and I know he's strong, so I know some players do better with that weight. Like, I remember Melo lost some weight. And I think he like took a step down, maybe because Carmelo. He, yeah, yeah. They yeah. had that. They him and LeBron had some year where they did some like I don't know what was it, paleo vegan. Yeah, who knows? I mean, now carnivore is a thing. Yeah, did you know that? Yeah. All are you meat, on that? All meat. Hey, yo. Are you on that? <laughs> no. <laughs> now you're showing your New York. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm. Uh, Wait, didn't um. I'm uh, not on Cam the Thomas got in trouble for something doing. Yeah, we're not going to say what he said, but. Oh, yeah, he, he, he was did. playing Paul's game too much. Yeah, Cam, you got to chill out. Just score the basketball, yeah, right, you got to chill, man. <laughs> you got to chill. Why doesn't he get more minutes? Because he just wants to score, and he doesn't really play the game of basketball <sighs> a little bit. But I do think he's going to greatly benefit a team one day because he's an elite scorer. He's just got to figure some things out. To, ma- to make the other, like, to, you got to realize you're playing team basketball For a little sure. bit. But he is a bucket. Bro, Bucket. He is um, a bucket. Um, you know what's crazy? If he was like, I think it also if he was a few inches taller. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like if he was 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, it would be undeniable. Yeah, like you just sure. had to have him on the court. Right, for sure. Even if he doesn't really connect the team Do in the any other way. stuff, yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Elite bucket getter. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. What were we just talking about? We were talking about, you were, you were, on, you were, you were on a Oh, oh, carni- the carnivore diet you were talking about. Yeah, what's up with that, man? It's always a new wave. I realize none of these waves matter. Just eat healthy, right? Pretty much. Eat healthy. Do what works for you. But- I guess before that, we were talking about the fact that, I mean, Luca's got to be 20 pounds overweight. They he's list, out, they list him, I think. Is? What? He's outside. Yeah, he's outside. Luka Doncic, chill out. Damn, Luka yeah. Doncic. He's outside. He's on his, uh, I don't know what the way, I mean, you know, he's on his Euro King shit. Kong Bundy? Damn. Yo, he, he, he's out here, out here, huh? But he's, he's not going he's to Vegas. He's young, Ve- though. He's not going to Vegas. You know what? When I was his age, I was outside, but I used to take care of myself at the same time. I think I think there's a balance to it. I think, oh, a, yeah. I think you know. I think a lot of players. I mean, they're you know, you're a pro athlete. Michael Jordan was outside. I mean, Michael Jordan was different. That's different. True. Some some people I've noticed this. Like me, I can't be outside and be productive. You're not an outside guy. Not no, but when but I mean, it depends. Were you an outside guy at one point? I was outside at basketball courts, guy. I was I, I was so you in. Built, uh, you feel like you built a good network of friends playing basketball. I was like a renegade, bro. You were I a was, lone wolf. You yeah, were always a lone wolf. Always. You kind of only mess with your brother and then combo a little bit, and everybody else was dead. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. I was all over the place, bro. I was all over New York City. The but as far as like parties and shit like that, yeah, not, not too way. much. Not too much. Parties and networking, you don't do. Not really. Yeah, yeah. I, I bang with you because of that, though. I Man, love that. I I'm to, a little more mixy than you, I, but I respect the shit out of that you're like that. Yeah. I gotta, yeah. get, I gotta get more mixy. Nah, no, you don't. Network. Look, you just you have a building. Nah, facts. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You don't All have right. to get more mixy. It's working. Yeah. Slow <laughs> and steady wins the race. 
<laughs> it is working. I got to try the uncivilized sneaker, man. Yeah. Because, you know, I jump real barefoot, so I think I need a sneaker. Mm. I'll give you a pair before you leave. You serious? You heard it here. Yeah. And now he doesn't have to send it. You remember the first time? <sighs> Yo, I'm sorry to call you out of the pod. Yeah, I know. Crazy. But it took a couple years for that package to get there. <laughs> Got there, though. <laughs> hey, hey, I was right. You see me rocking it all the Instagram. Listen, but listen. You know I'm going to rock it. Slow and steady. Like, can I be the first uncivilized model for this summer? I, I just. I Let's just, do it. Yeah, man. You, I mean, you got you got a photographer on deck? Who's going to shoot man. you? Baby Combo. You I, heard? That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So back full story from the first story about the sticks. Uh-huh. You know Baby Combo's take on the lady with the sticks? What? That lady is mad at those sticks. Damn. He's a philosopher, too. <laughs> He's a philosopher. Damn, like Pops. Yo, we went to Disney. Disney's crazy. Nuts. You talk about systems? Nuts. Uh, like, I don't want to compare anybody to Oopa Loopas, but it's like, it reminds me of... <laughs> It reminds me of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, how on point they are. It's nuts. It's, I mean, Orlando is, that. that's that's what it is, Disney. Like that it whole- is. It's like how West Virginia is a college town, Orlando is the Disney town. It's like all their infrastructure is around that. Everything. Yeah. Everything is around that thing. Like, you know, you can go other places that have stuff, but it's not just that. Orlando is pretty much, I mean, like, it's Disney. Do you see a trajectory where Clearwater is revolved around Uncivilized? Nah, nah, nah. Because you're creating content and not uh, in-person experience. Is that part of, is that why? Like, it's not like rides where people go. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, we got the, we got the studio here, obviously, you know what I mean? Like the, the Tampa Bay area is dope because you've got Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater. It's the Tampa Bay area is more uh, the focus, but again, but, but again, we don't have people pulling up to the workshop. This is just kind of the hub for us. Foamy's not mixy. No, I'm not mixy. No, I just I, I lay you low. Could, I work. You could actually, in current culture, you could impact a lot more people, not seeing anybody at all, and just putting out content because more people right. it could be shared. Right. It could be liked. Right. It's different. It's not like you know before social media. Now, so actually, like I feel like content, social media, podcasting, what you do on YouTube is perfect for you. It, I, I think it. I think it fits my personality because it takes a lot of work. You're always funny too, like bro. Yeah. You like think about this. When I was in high school, I had the YouTube channel and I was the only subscriber. Like maybe some of your teammates and stuff. Right, 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 right. But right. I could hear this funny stuff all day. I mean, we used to. Yeah, I mean, listen. Yo, this guy was funny, bro. <laughs> I mean, we had nothing to do. <laughs> we had nothing. To- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we had nothing to do, bro. We were out in the middle of rural Massachusetts. What were we doing? Who what knows? were we doing? Why were we there? Who knows? I guess it's good we met. So that's, that yeah. was like the good part of it. But like. Sh- shoveling. The gym would be locked. We'd shovel snow off that. Rashad actually mentioned that. How we used to like break into the gym. Like, and shoot get jump shots. Shouts to Rashad, man. Yo, doing his thing. Yo, his fits? Crazy. Crazy fits. Crazy. Drip God. Drip S- God. All silked out. But you know what? Ringside. Since I know Rashad, you know what? It makes it even better the way he describes them. No, I know. And then he put it. He said. He said Salmon, and he said, I earned the right to put the L in the Salmon. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, he, he's, he, number one, super knowledgeable guy. Yes. Super knowledgeable. Always was smart. Fucking entertainer, man. The dude, bro, doesn't, he's prime time. He's prime time. He is prime time. For this. But the crazy thing he is, was is like, for if you know Rashad, he's not a loud, boisterous guy. He's not a loud, boisterous guy, but always was drippy, always had like, Swag. He he always had that sauce to him. You know what I mean? So it's uh 
I'm not surprised by it. I'm not surprised. Mans was ringside in a silk ensemble talking about now I know how Pac felt. That's crazy. That's a bar. That's a bar. Who thinks of that but Rashad? Man, earn your leisure. I'm super proud of him and Troy. Unbelievable. 100%. Nah, it's been dope. It's so dope to see that, you know, we talk sometimes about like the, the annoying parts of social media. The dope part about it is the small guys can win. You don't need a bunch of startup money. You don't need a big corporation backing you. You don't, you can just get out there dolo and just get to it. And if you make content that people want to see, if you bring content that has value to it in some form or fashion, you can build a business. You can build a brand. You can build a career. The internet has taken away the middleman. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to creating content, what's one piece of advice you would give yourself when you first started, knowing what you know now? One piece of advice, pretty much what we what we did do, which is have fun with it. Be, flex right there. <laughs> I mean, listen. <laughs> I mean, nah, Frank Sinatra, we, we did do it our way. You know, um, have, have fun, be yourself, and outwork everybody. You know, I mean, that's really... Everything that I got in life, and this is not a flex, I'm, I'm still, we're a very small brand. In the big scheme of things, just, you know, a drop in the ocean. But everything I got was just from being a dog. Everything. Whether it was, you know, sports or business or it just, just outwork people. It's not like, you know, you know I don't come from some great situation you know, I come from poverty. You know, I come from, you know, I don't even have a high school diploma. I got a GED. Like, you know, didn't graduate from college. None of it. But if you just outwork the competition, it's, it's and, and that's the thing that's been dope about what we do with social media and the clothing brand and the podcast and YouTube and all that stuff is that it parallels sports and basketball. Like, you got to put the work in. You know, you even said it a minute ago, like, you know, what you do in private shows in public, public. right? So if you're in the lab, mixing up the medicine, getting to it, it works out. Is there a benefit to working hard but making it look easy? Uh, Working hard or hardly working? Uh, (laughs) Who knows? I think when you do what you love, and this is like the most cliche shit ever. But a lot of the cliche shit is true. It is true, and that's why it's so cliche. Yeah, and it's easy to say it, but harder to do it. 100%. Yeah. If you love what you do and you're passionate about it, like in your podcast, it's very obvious how passionate you are about basketball. Right. So, so it works. It doesn't feel like for you, like this is technically work what we're doing right now. 100%. Did it feel like work to you? No. Don't feel like work to me either. Yeah. feels like I'm talking to the homie. Yeah. So when, you, when you're doing something that you love, something that you enjoy, it just kind of works out, man. And that's the benefit of creating what you create, just having com- moments like this where you could just have fun, but you're working at the same time. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I'll send it there. Boom. My God. My God. Thanks for joining in. Always a pleasure. One thing we always got to do before you leave, where can we find you? <laughs> at, <laughs> right here. Yeah, right, right here. here. <laughs> right here. In, in, in the podcast room, uh, at the workshop. Um, no, you can find me on social, at Mr. Former Simpson, Instagram, Twitter. I even got a TikTok. Woo, I do too. Yeah, I don't upload on it, but... You got people doing that for you now? 
No, no, I don't. I, just, oh, it's just, you watching other people? Are they about to ban it? Who, who knows? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're stealing our information. Face who knows? recognition? Who knows? They made another foamy. I mean, I think they're going to clone me. I think so. Who knows? Hard working clone. Yeah. I mean, I have to put an extra battery pack on that guy. But <laughs> um, yeah, YouTube, Mr. Former Simpson, pretty much same deal across the board. You can uh, find our podcast, uh, my brother and I, uh, the Foamy and Buckets podcast on all your podcast platforms. We're out here, man. Uncivilizedstore.com. We have a clothing brand, Uncivilized. Uncivilizedstore.com is where you can find it. Uncivilizedsneaker.com is where we sell the fitness sneaker. Dope. So, yeah, man, we're, we're doing our thing. You definitely are doing your thing. Thanks for having me. Combo just pulled up. Hey, phone me on. We're going to do Combo's Court. Set that up for me. What is up with Combo, man? He's just so entitled, man. Hey, man, listen, you're always welcome, brother. <laughs> and when you come to New York, we got to get it done in person. Yep. And we'll probably get some virtuals in the meantime. But yeah. when, when do you know? We can't pin you down, huh? Because it's been a while. It's been a while. I, here's what I can say. Lock it in. Fall Ooh. 2023. We're here. Fall this year. Wait, that's pretty, that's pretty soon. Yeah. September, October. Summertime, New York City. Coming out to summer league, Ooh, you've been wanting to do that. That's I your, have. That's actually your lane. See, he has are we gonna work. are we gonna do summer league this year? We, yeah. If you're coming, it's we. Where we stand? The Luxor MGM. MGM. Now, that's where I usually stay. Oh, should I not tell the people? They might pull up on Conway. There might be lines outside. Damn, Damn. lines outside. Autographs. Might have to edit. edit point. Damn. <laughs> I mean, listen. You did a com- you did a commercial with Giannis. I did. Giannis did a commercial with Combo. There it is. There you go. Yeah, we're out of here. Okay, man. Peace. Peace. <laughs>